Hello and welcome back to Typecast. Today we're talking about the 2007 film Superbad, written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg and directed by Greg Mottler. As always, I'm joined by the boys... Wait, wait, wait. Who's it directed by? <laughs> Greg Mottler. That's what it's... Mottler, I don't know. It's directed by John Apatow. Is it? Matt? No, 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 no. Mums, it is. This is a John Apatow movie. No, 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 no. It's Greg. Man it's like Greg. Greg. Big Greg. Big says man Greg. Big up Greg Wallace. Bald prick. <laughs> yeah. Like what it is. Greg. Anyway. <laughs> What's John Apatow got to do with it? Oh, he's a producer. Chaos. Fuck's sake. My gosh. Oh, As always. Please keep that in. I'm joined by the boys, Louis. Uh, listen, man. Fluke doesn't have eyes. So how the fuck does hey. my Apple Watch? Hey, Boz, write that down. Dylan? It's already an Insta caption, bro. Uh, okay, what's good? Hello. And Callum. What up, my dudes? So as always, we shall start with the person who picked this film. So Dylan, talk us through yes. <laughs> Superbad. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> so... I only chose Superbad because I feel like I was one of the only people on this planet Earth who has never seen it. And like, it's always been one of those movies where it's mentioned a lot in like kind of popular culture and all that kind of stuff. But again, never seen it, never seen it. Me neither. So yeah, decided to to go for this movie. Getting way today. So, so, so. I'm going to pass us over to, to Callum to start us off. Caltech. Because, yeah, because I, I ain't got nothing to say yet. So, Callum. <laughs> Callum. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so, so, Dylan and Morgan, you guys hadn't watched this before, right? Before we did no, I had not, no. So, we obviously discussed, because um, I think you said that after we finished recording last week's, and I just, I was in utter shock, but honestly, because Superbad is just one of those films that I presumed everyone of a certain age yeah. like had watched. It's just of one course. of those things. Like, you may not necessarily like it, but it's just one of those films that's sort of in the, the popular consciousness of a certain age demographic. Yeah. Um, so, I'm definitely interested to see what you guys thought upon your first viewing. Uh, for me, this was probably no less than the twentieth time I've seen this film. <laughs> it, it's it's um, a comfort it's a comfort movie. I stick it on when I have work to do, or just when I fancy a laugh, or whatever. I yeah, it's a, I think it's um. I said there's a lot of there's a few points that I want to get into through the whole thing, but yeah, uh, the one thing I will say is that it's got my man Bill Hader in it, and he for me, an actor I will, always. Uh, he he was one of the cops. He was the cop with the glasses. Oh, the other cop. Okay, got the it. The cop yeah. that wasn't Seth Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for me, Bill Hader, so Bill Hader for me is that actor that if I see him in something, I will watch that film. And if even if the film's crap, he will at least put in a good performance and I will enjoy it. It Chapter 2 yeah. being a pretty good example of that. Like, you I don't watch like Trainwreck. I'm refu- I refuse to watch anything with Amy Schumer in it. Okay, well, oh, okay, that- yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I was going to say, how are you going to say I'll watch anything with Bill Hader in it when Trainwreck exists? And but train- Amy train Schumer wreck- exists. The problem well. is Trainwreck existing. No. I don't want to believe it exists. It exists. No. Anyway, so yeah. Bill John Cena yeah, in it. <laughs> it does have John Cena in it. It does. Oh, that's on the watch list now, then. Hell yeah. <laughs> Next you week can't see him, though. <laughs> 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 we're cancelled now anyway <laughs> so Bill yep so Bill Hader's that guy I see he's in a film I'm like 
he'll make it. He'll make it better at least. As I said, Itch had to do. Didn't like it. Thought it was awful. But he was great in it. His performance was great. Um, so yeah. So like I said, this is me after twenty fucking viewings of this movie, uh, and I'm very interested to. I'm more interested to hear Morgan's opinion on it on yeah. the first viewing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, of yeah. His, because of his 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 ways. Because I'm so, fuck, baby. Yes. <laughs> Not even that, because I feel like... He uses like, big words. I, I mean, didn't like, know the difference between Hitchcock and uh, Kubrick that one time, but yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're the same person, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, no, Morgan's... Morgan's <laughs> I feel like Morgan's not upbringing. I'm not going to say upbringing, but Morgan's teenage years is going to be... is very different to someone like, I don't know, me, me and Callum. I don't know much about Louis's, you know, teenage years. But I feel like for me, what, do, movie, what do you mean? No, no, no. <laughs> what no, do no. you mean? No, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So, this movie for me was almost too real. There were some parts yeah. in this movie where I was like, damn, this shit's actually happened to me. <laughs> like, it was almost too real. So, I, I'm kind of interested to see what Morgan thought of like the comedy in this movie, you know? Yeah. All right. So, Morgan, what did you think? Give us your overall view of Superbad. Well, I feel like Superbad, like I said, this is the first time I've watched it. But I feel like this is the type of movie that you have to watch at a very specific age for you to, like, enjoy it as much as a lot of people did. I feel like that's how I, how it got kind of assimilated into popular culture as much as it did. Because everyone's seen sense. the McLovin memes and stuff, even if you haven't. <laughs> yeah. You don't really know the, the context and stuff. Yeah, of course. But I feel like, yeah, you needed to be like a very certain age for you to watch this movie to like properly enjoy it. So I feel like I, I probably would have liked it a lot more if I watched it when I was younger than I did now. But I just do want to say this movie has not aged well at all. Okay. What I do feel you like mean it, by that? There are some areas in which it's I agree. It's just I very misogynistic. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's that is... The whole premise of the movie is extremely misogynistic. And I mean, to be fair, a lot of comedies are. Yeah. But it's like, it's a bit sticky. The whole, the whole uh, subplot with the police, I was a bit mad. That's you know. just funny as fuck. It's no, that's, no, that's so good. But I get what Morgan's saying. It's yeah. just, I get what you're saying. It's just funny. It's really, oh, no, difficult, to, it's really difficult to review comedies because... Comedies are probably the most subjective um, yeah. form of like movie you can watch, but I don't know. I just it, I didn't find it didn't find it too hilarious. I expect I I went in with high expectations. I feel like because a lot of people because Booksmart is one of my favorite movies, uh, right? See, that's that's and where you went wrong there, bro. All, all I hear about Booksmart is that it's like the female super bad and blah blah blah. So I was going in thinking, all right, if this is even if this is like even near the ballpark of Booksmart, then it would be, I had a good time. And I didn't hate it. Like, it was an all right movie. But it's just nowhere near as good as Booksmart. So, Fair enough. I don't know. I, I like Michael Sarah. I like Michael Sarah. He plays, like, the perfect straight man to Jonah Hill's, whatever the fuck Jonah Hill's playing. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. It was, I, I'm kind of ambivalent on this movie. It was better than average, but it wasn't good. So, you know. It was. Damn. Damn. So, okay. So, Louis, watch because we know Dylan this is the first time. Louis, what's your relationship with this film prior to this? My relationship. 
Yeah, like have you like how many times have you watched it before? Are you a fan of it? Have you ate out? Yeah, 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 yeah. I go down on all my movies. I hear that. Good for you. One bro. time movie for the second, I go down on it. Bro, deep for the whole Blu ray. It's mad. Right, Good. right, right. Superbad gave me the grapefruit <laughs> what did you take me from me, bro. <laughs> Superbad got the grapefruit and then. Um... Oh, the grapefruit. Oh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I would say for the first time when I was 18, I was with some of the homies and. How old are you now? 19. Oh, he's a young boy. It's mad. It's mad. T- anyway, continue. Says you. <laughs> Shut up, bro. I'm 20. The whole two zero. You know how it is. Oh, okay, you're old. You're old. Exactly. Yeah. I'm old. old. I watched this like late 2018. I was 18 and like I was high as fuck when I watched it. So I was like, <laughs> like this is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say then I watched it when I was sober a couple months later, just so I could have something to eat dinner with. Because it's a super easy movie to watch. Like like oh Callum God, said, yeah. it's it's comfort. I think it doesn't matter the, if you miss anything or whatever, yeah. you're just watching it. Yeah, yeah. I can't say I relate to any of the characters' struggles. Yeah, Dylan, I yeah. kinda wanna know what you were going on. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> me, me and Dylan are gonna get into that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I can't say, but I totally understand it, and I totally get it because I know people like that. I know mm. people that have said stupid shit like the stuff that has been said in this movie. Um, yeah. I like the movie; it's very funny. But that's yeah. it. I I get the book smart comparisons, and I feel like Superbad is the movie, the movie everyone goes to when it comes to these high school comedies that are just so ridiculous. I'm misogynistic yeah. or whatever. Superbad is the one, it's kind of like the pioneer. I, yeah. That's what a lot of people view it as. I think Booksmart is better. Um, Booksmart's a bit more serious as well. It like This one has an argument scene, but it, it's just an argument, no music, whatever. Booksmart's yeah. argument scene is good and it actually means something to the characters. This one is just funny. Yeah. Funny throughout. And mm-hmm. that's completely fine. And that's I fine. still really not, like it. Not every movie needs an underlying message. Yeah. yeah co- and Comedies can just be comedies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what it does. There is an experience. Yeah. In, actually, I lied. There's one experience in this movie Go on. that I do relate to. You want it now? Go I on. Think, on. Oh my, now. I, I think I can guess what it's going to be. Go on. What it, which one? What do you think? Because I was going to bring it up. Is it... I might be completely wrong here. Is it the, 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 the big guy who works in the liquor store? Do you mean... All right, it's, it's not I know, that I know him, but... what? No, that's not it. You're going to be shocked by this one. It's stu- all, right, on, let's, on. all right, let's... I'm excited. Let's do this. Story time with Desk. <laughs> Love it. So, you see the bit where um, Jonah Hill's character... What's his name? Seth? Yeah. yeah. Seth is... Oh, my God. Seth is drawing a box full of penises. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So, one time, me and my next-door neighbour when I was growing up, uh, we got back from school. We were bored, bruv. <laughs> we were playing FIFA. We were bored. He got out his planner. I drew a massive cock on it. And then I put it in the box. I put it in, I put it, I put it in this random mm. shoebox that was in his room. He was like, hey, I'm going to draw another one. I'm going to put it in there. We were like 12 or some shit. So I was like, cool, I got you. I put I put another one in there. He drew another dick. I drew another one. I drew like a hockey player's dick. That was the shape was like a hockey stick. And I put another one in there. And then there was like 
30 dicks in this box and he stuffed it under his bed. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> and like two months later, his dad, who knew me as well, because obviously oh. next found oh, it. No. And then apparently my mate was just laughing when he found it. And then that was Fuck that. That's the only bit in this movie that I can relate to other than that. So I'm not I've got a little virgin. I've got a little fun fact. So in this movie, I think it was Seth Rogan's is it Seth Rogan? Yeah. Seth Rogan's brother drew all the penises for the movie. <laughs> and he drew the one of the cowboy. A... I like so the he... cowboy penis. It's That's amazing. Fun. So he drew about a thousand pictures. Okay. <laughs> now, yeah, he drew about a thousand different penises. And every <laughs> penis drawing scene required enormous, like, legal complication <laughs> to get it to screen. Like every drawing had to be approved individually by the Jeez. legal department. And then like some of them, like sometimes they'd get notes back saying, saying like, oh, it's too veiny. Oh, it's too big. Like, <laughs> so that happened. I get told that all the time. My gosh. Oh, shut up. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> all right, let's shut go. Up. Right, so Dylan, our uh, yes. upbringing, as you put it, I mean, right. I feel. I mean, I mean, I feel like you know a lot. Can we? About wait, wait, before we say this, let's not use the word upbringing. Upbringing. No, because <laughs> I don't think it's the word upbringing. Right, I think right, teenage, right. Years. teenage years. Teenage years. Teenage years. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant to say the first. Time. All right. I'm, like I'm pretty. I mean, I think it's pretty well known that during my teen years, and even now, I was, I was, I was not very, I was not very popular with ladies. Yeah. That's but, uh, I don't actually know about you. I don't actually know about you, Dylan, in that regards. So what was your? Yeah. Who did you relate more? Um, to, did you relate more to Seth or um? I did. I did really relate to them, but I I I felt the movie a little bit. Like some of the yeah. some of the dumb shit that was happening, I I felt it. You know. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's um. So the most relatable bit for me was actually neither of the main characters because. I never got a fake ID. I the no. first party I ever went to was at university, so I was already like mm. eighteen. Um, oh damn! So the bit, all right, all right. So the bit I related <laughs> to the most was actually, as I was saying earlier, the shop clerk when um, when Fogel just drops all the fucking shit on the floor, and then he's just like, and he's just like, you should clean that up. You should clean that up. Someone could get hurt, and he just fucks off, and the guy just goes. Fuck my life, and I feel as a as a hospitality worker, I know that feeling of someone just <laughs> of someone just fucking up my shit and then walking off, and I'm like, I, I hate feel it that. Here. I yeah, feel that. Um, plus, uh, Paul, yeah, Michael Sarah, um, he's an actor I really really like. Um, two films of his, his I would highly recommend if you haven't watched them are Youth in Revolt and Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. They're just really good rom coms. There's substance to it. Um, I feel the film is definitely carried. By um, Jonah Hill, and Michael Sarah, like the I, I think of the opening bit when he's in the car and they're on the phone, and then it goes all the way through to them in like the shop and buying stuff. I just think their dialogue it, it flows really well. I hear that, and their relationship. Michael Sarah plays the perfect straight man to Jonah Hill's just like fucking tonic, yeah. ridiculously horny. Uh, I yeah. see. I think Jonah Hill is just the embodiment of every Kyle in this movie. He is Kyle. Yeah. Uh, nah, you can get Kyle he... <laughs> You can. Also, um, you can. Also, the bit that makes note, it's a bit I haven't really noticed until this last time I watched it. So when they come out of the, the supermarket beginning and the guy, you know, they have like the bully who spits at him. Yeah. 
this guy is like spotty with like glasses and has like a fucking mullet. I was like, how is he the leader of like the popular bully gang? It doesn't make a lot of sense. He was big, bro. He was over six foot. I don't know. The two guys That's in the it. background look more threatening. Like his, like his minions, they look more threatening. I mean, count them. This guy would still take your lunch money. Like, I mean, a lot same. of people, a lot of people are in the queue to do that. So we'd have to wait a bit. I'm first. On the but same yeah. topic of um, characters in their high school, which yeah. seemed just oddly <laughs> placed, <laughs> the random like eight second Dave Franco cameo. I- no, like, that's it. Fuck off, Greg. It's just soccer. Fuck off, asshole. No, knowing <laughs> how like he's a knowing like how he's like a star actor nowadays, it's yeah. simultaneously yeah. too long of a shot for a character which has literally no relevance to the plot, and yet too short because it's Dave Franco. It's just this weird yeah. disconnect for me. I was like, what the I fuck? I hear what you're saying in terms of the too long but i feel like that adds to it in a way here's why because this film has so many little one-liners to do with people from the school like for example death when he's like oh what do you want me to do sit here and eat my lunch like insert dude's name here and then they just show the guy eating the lunch by himself (laughs) like shit like that that makes it feel like a school makes it feel like a community you've got yeah yeah yeah. dick box you've got him pissing his pants you've got the guy that Sits on himself at lunch. You've got fucking yeah. snowball world I'm building, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I get that. I get that. It's like the scene in Jojo Rabbit with the clones. That's a completely just. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like. I don't. I'm not against the inclusion of the character, but just the specific shot length of what he was in. It was just yeah. this weird, like because it's Dave Franco as well. It's so short for like a Dave Franco cameo. <laughs> but yeah, also so long. But at the time, like, was it just, a, was it a Dave Franco cameo? Yeah, I don't know if I don't, uh, this is probably before he like broke out. Yeah. But it was just so weird yeah, for me watching in twenty twenty. Like, like James Franco was obviously James Franco, yeah. and yeah. all the like all the the actors like um fucking what's their name? Um, Emma Stone. Like, Emma Stone. No, the two main dudes. I I forget their names. Oh, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill. Yeah. So those two had no idea who the fuck he was. And then there was all this like big, like, like kind of commotion on set when they were filming it. It's like, oh, this is this person's brother. But they had no idea who the fuck it was. They hated him. That makes it sound like it. That makes it sound like a real fucking high school, though. They're just like chatting shit about them. Just like, just like, I'm going to get my brother on you. And also, he was in Freaks uh, and Geeks. So, you know, all right. So Jonah Hill. And I don't know the character, uh, the actor's name, but uh, McLovin. Christopher Mintz. Oh, Christopher, Christopher yeah. Mintz. So apparently Jonah Hill hated Christopher because he kept stealing the scenes. So like all the swearing and shit that was like directed at him was like pretty much him <laughs> actually telling him to fuck off. Yeah. Because every scene he was in, he just kind of stole the scene and Jonah just Hill was getting pissed off at him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything that you saw from him was literally just him fucking abusing him. Jonah Hill was brilliant. 24 when they shot this movie, by the way. That is amazing. 24. McLovin was kidding me. McLovin was 17. Michael Sale was That's 19. Amazing. And Jonah Hill was 24. And That's he somehow looked hilarious. the youngest. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah. Speaking of Jonah Hill and Superbad and um, Booksmart, it always blows my mind that 
um, Jonah Hill's sister is Beanie Feldstein. From what? Yeah. Shut you wouldn't, up. You don't know it until you get told it, and then once yeah. you see it, you like see yeah. it. She looks what? so much what? like him, but you wouldn't what, you think mean in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. off. Their brother and sister. Yeah, they are that. My mind is blown. Shit. It's crazy. Damn. I think one of the comparisons, because obviously there was a big comparison between Superbad and Booksmart, which I immediately heard after watching Booksmart, if yeah. I may gush over Booksmart for a moment, is I felt that was un, un, I felt there was an unfair comparison for Booksmart purely because it felt like it gave it a ceiling. You know, like imagine if they put yeah. it out there, slapped the tag Superbad, but with chicks on it, you know, whatever. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. It, whilst they do fall into the same genre, it's not like a. Because every I don't sort think of the same. no, not I mean, every sort of single generation or decade or whatever has their own version of the ah, oh, this is the last night before high school, gotta get drunk and have sex yeah. movies because super bad. And then there were films like Project X, and then you jump back to 1999. Of course, there were the American Pie movies, you jump back to the 80s, yeah. you had National Lampoon's Animal House, which I know my dad's a big fan of. So they're all sort of bundled in this in this sort of subgenre, which is why I was like, yeah, you could classify Booksmart like that, but I, I, I agree. As much as I do fucking love Superbad, Booksmart is a much more substance-filled film and one I do enjoy more. See, watching yeah. this, watching this in 2020 after already seeing Booksmart, I'm in the sort of uniquest position of yeah. seeing Booksmart first. While I do believe that Booksmart is better than Superbad on basically every metric. Um, I did while watching Superbad, I did realize like why it was why Booksmart was being compared to it so much because at the heart of it, it's both um these two best friends in high school trying to get to the last party of the year, essentially. That's the whole yeah. premise of both the movies. They uh, uh even at the party, um like two main characters well, one main character in both Booksmart and Superbad gets arrested by the police. Like, even yeah. though in Superbad it's kind of... But there's just so many different, like, similarities throughout mm. the movies that I can kind of understand why they get compared so much because there's more than just them being both coming-of-age films, coming-of-age comedies. It's, um, there's, like, a lot of plot and premise similarities between them. But as I said, yeah. still prefer Booksmart a lot. Everyone should go and see it if you haven't. Yeah, yeah Booksmart. I think, I so, think so. Oh, carry on, Dylan. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, so for me, Booksmart is, again, I agree with you guys, it's it's a better film all round. But this movie, for me, just kind of, there were spots in it where it was, it was, again, I've said this many times, but it was, like, almost too real. So, like, me <laughs> back in the day, right, now picture this, right? Picture this. I'm, I'm going to paint you a scene, right? Let's go. 17 to 18 year old Dylan. I, I've not grown since I was 15. So <laughs> I was. Oh, why are you laughing? Pipe down. Everyone pipe down. So, so let me picture, let me paint you this scene. Five foot four, Indian, kind of fat, no beard, right? Now, this boy right, is going to parties and that. And I, yeah, I. I wasn't good with the girls, you know? I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't good with the girls. Who was? So, I'm in shock. No, I was, I was, I was. <laughs> but no. Um, it, it's one of those things where, like, at the parties, like, I talk to people and all that kind of stuff. But it was more like Michael Sarah, where it was just, like, 
I, oh, I'm, hey. I'm, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was like. I was I was trying to be the nice guy, you know. Yeah. This didn't work. But yeah, that, the, the movie in in total that there was no one I related to, but yeah. a lot of the, some of the situations like fucking when they. So Dylan had some technical difficulties, but we seem to mom be back. His mom came in and Dylan. swiped the microphone. Yeah. Get off. You got she got beats. My Tesco <laughs> Wi-Fi, bro. Come on, allow me. All right. She got so, the wire from the neck curtain, was slapping oh, the chair. Oh, it's mad. It's mad. Um, <laughs> so basically, what I was trying to say was that I was clapped and I weren't getting nothing. No pum That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's all I was gonna say. Nothing. <sighs> not even a crumb. Not even a crumb of cooch. Not, not even, even a crumb. A, not even a crumb of cooch. Not even a, not even a little bit of pum. Man just wanted nah. a whiff. Just a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fam. not letting my mum listen to nah, this cancelled. episode. We're cancelled. Oh my God. Anyway, I want to go back to what um, you were saying about how uh, Jonah Hill actually hated um, yeah. McLovin's actor. And yeah. I feel like because I knew that before I watched the movie. Ah, and while okay. I didn't, I while I never knew that. didn't find um, a lot of the humor to be sort of my taste, Ooh. I'd stand by that the funniest scene in the movie is when they first bring out the um, the fake ID and they find out that it's like it's like <laughs> McLovin on it. That is hands down the funniest movie in or the funniest <laughs> scene in the movie. Yeah. But it's only oh added onto God. that because you know the subtext that Jonah Hill yeah. legitimately hated this guy. Like, <laughs> this, like Jonah Hill could have been like, "Oh, what the fuck you doing, bro? That's not a real word. Like, that's not a real name." But he's like, "You fucking asshole, cunt, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a future pedophile in this photo. <laughs> it just makes the scene so much better when you know that Honestly. he legitimately hated him. It was great. Honestly, it was on site. It was on site. It was either that or Muhammad. Why the fuck would it be Muhammad? <laughs> Muhammad's the most popular name in the world, idiots. Read a fucking book. <laughs> have you ever met a Muhammad? No, have you no. ever met a Muhammad? That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> but that was definitely right. hands down the funniest, the funniest moment in the film. There's one, there's one bit that honestly is probably the stupidest line in the whole film, but it does make me laugh. It's the bit when they get on the bus to the party at the very end and they find they're on there with the homeless guy from before. Yeah. And he just stands up and he goes, it's you, McMuffin. I don't know why that oh, just makes yeah. me laugh yeah. every time. Yeah. yeah. McMuffin. Yeah. It caught me off guard. My favourite, <laughs> I'm going to quote it along, but my favourite line of the whole film was when we first see the policeman and they're talking about like, um, they're just talking to McLovin and they're like we once arrested a, a guy that was also a woman that was named fuck oh, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that bit made me laugh so, oh. so much when I was I, I, I'm not gonna lie I nearly didn't watch it today because I've watched this film so many times yeah 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 I just remember what happens but I'm so glad I watched it because I was picking up on all the silly one liners there's yeah. so many one-liners on there. <laughs> I was the same. I was the best. watch it again just because of how much I've seen it. There's yeah. one... I, I'm glad I chose this because I'm gonna. I know for a fact I'm gonna be watching this whenever I just want to laugh. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. My my favorite line with the cops because I honestly do think they are like the the best part of the film is when they first yeah. come in and they're trying to get a description from the clerk lady of of the robber, mm. and 
and so they're just like well, and yeah, they're trying yeah, not yeah. to say the word black so they're just yeah. like they're just like, just like, they're like were they like you were they like you or were they like me and she's just like and she was and she's just like they were like you and he just and Zephrogan just goes so he was Jewish <laughs> Jewish Roberts. It just makes me laugh every fucking time. Because they're trying so hard to say the word. Comedy's always weird because like because you recommended it. It's like yeah. normally when you watch comedies, you're like, I'm in the mood for a comedy. I want to like laugh at something, so you watch it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like having to sit down and be like, okay, I gotta watch this comedy now. I feel like it doesn't, if you're not in the mood for it, it kind of takes it away. Which I, I probably I feel that. like if I watched this again in the right setting, like if we were all together having a couple of drinks, I'd probably yeah. find it a lot funnier than yeah, yeah, yeah. I did now. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, it's a double-edged sword with that. Because I do, I like, although I do feel like this film is extremely problematic, <laughs> at least in oh, yeah. 2020. The thing. The, the thing is though, like, right now, I don't know about you, man, but when I was a young one, I was very prog- problematic. The whole Xbox 360 days <laughs> was a very problematic time. All right, how many like, times did you said the F word, Dylan? <laughs> no, but like, honestly, like when you're that young, it's, I'm not excusing it at that all. That young, but when you're that, No, okay. Like when, I'm talking about like when I was 16. Because like, okay. uh, so Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg wrote this when they were 13, apparently. 13? So, uh, they wrote this when they were 13. So you can kind of see where the inspiration for dumb shit comes from. Wait. Yeah, they were 13 when they wrote it and they, they, they had to amend not... it over the years. <laughs> yeah. Jesus 13. Christ. So you can kind of see where all the dumb shit comes from because they were fucking 13-year-olds. But yeah, like back in the day, back in the, the fucking Black Ops 1 days, like you used to chat so much shit over Xbox 360 and but that's like, it's one of those things like you grow up and you look back and you're like, fucking hell, I should cancel myself. But yeah, I mean, it's inevitable the way with society moves forward. It's like you look at this movie and you're like, fucking hell, this, this would never run in today. But also it's so fucking funny that you just got to, you just got to allow it, you know? Yeah. I did get the biggest whiplash when I was watching this though, because just out of pure coincidence, I've been watching a lot of, um, sort of movies that are very like female empowering specifically Portrait of a Lady on Fire which everyone should watch by the way but a lot of that movie is like um, against the sort of like sexualization of women in like film and stuff and is very very female centric so to go from watching that to watching <laughs> this which is probably the most misogynistic movie I've seen in years it was yeah. just the biggest whiplash for me I couldn't sort of I couldn't like Get past that, that which kind of sucks, but oh, really? Oh, yeah. you can I feel like again, not. I mean, not that. I feel like you just got to allow it, you know. Yeah, I mean, not yeah. that I should get past it because yeah, it Morgan. is really bad. Allow but yourself it's, to be misogynistic, Morgan. What the fuck? It was made over a decade. <laughs> be misogynistic. Ago, so. <sighs> it's one of those things where you know. I'm a simp. I'm a, I'm a big simp. <laughs> well, yeah. are we all simps? I, I love all but, my women. No, I don't. All the women but, out um, there. <laughs> you're, 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 you're the one in a relationship <laughs> oh shit oh fuck um oh, oh, fuck. yeah but no this uh this movie is uh i'm not gonna say one of a kind but it really is it's something else. i've never watched a movie like where it's like it's so bad and it made me cringe so much but in a good way like every time they like were talking about like 
what is it? The whole first scene where they're talking about jizzing or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're talking know. about like what could... porn websites to subscribe to. Yeah. So, okay, another fun fact. So that oh, entire thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, hold on, hold on. This is not about me. Pause. I shouldn't have said fun fact. There. Anyway, fun fact. That whole that whole beginning scene was ad lib. So they were just chatting one, and it was four and a half minutes long, and they had to condense it down into a minute. Oh they were just chatting one. It was just off the cuff. There was one bit that I thought when I when I listened when I watched it again, I was like, I hope Morgan pays attention to that line just because I thought he might get like a giggle out of it. And it's a bit where they they are talking about um, the various different porn sites they could subscribe to, and Evan, sure, Michael's okay. character, is just like just like I, it's just like you know, I want I want my porn with like a little production value and stuff like that. And Jonas is character Morgan. is just like just like <laughs> I'm sorry, Cohen Brothers don't direct porn. They're hard to get. I just think that's really that strong relate. Strong relate. Strong relate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I skipped the acting though. <laughs> I just skipped. No, right I watched porn head. just for the acting. <laughs> I like yeah, the way yeah. the scene is lit. I. I know, okay. Dylan, I know Dylan can relate to these characters, bro. Dylan's scared 100%. of boobies. Yeah, bro, boobies right. are scary, bro. <laughs> so I said, I said earlier, I, I had an idea for like a fun little, fun little segment that we could do that relates. Yeah, to what is it, big man? You sound like a fucking youth worker. Oh, <laughs> today, today, kids, we're going to learn about bullying through the power of rugby. Fuck's sake! Going to have a group activity now. <laughs> okay, so I said, um, I said, that's really tickled you. I'm sorry, Callum. Go, 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 go. I said at the beginning that Superbad for me is a comfort as a comfort movie for me. I can stick it on any time I watch when I've had a shit day, and I just thought it would be nice to just sort of reel off, um, like all of us here, just reel off. Top three comfort movies. These are not your favorite movies. These are not the movies that you think are the best. These are the films that when you've had a shitty day at work, you've had a shitty day in general, you whack on and you feel a little bit better. 12 years a slave. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Typecast podcast. We have peaked in humor. Now. So, yeah, I, I just, so much like when Morgan had us rank our Pixar movies, I just thought it would be a fun thing. <laughs> Um, too much. <laughs> Louis gone. I mean, it was. I don't know. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, oh, okay. I was going to say mine to give you guys time to think, but if you've got I, something, no, 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 no. You go for it. You go for it. You go for it. Okay. So my, like I said, just think like three movies that instantly make me feel better. So that's so my three comedy movies are super bad. Naturally, like I said, it's a stupid comedy. Funny. I watched it. I watched it at the right time when that humor was fucking hilarious to me. Still yeah. is most of it. The second one is the 2017 Power Rangers movie. Okay. Uh, I wait, just, what? I, I I fucking love that movie, man. I wait from the first teaser poster that came out two years before the film came out. I followed that film from beginning to end. I went on opening day. I watched it because I fucking love Power Rangers so much. And I walked out of the theater and I was like, damn. That movie is so good, and plus it deals with some themes that, honestly, I have I have cried at the Power Rangers 2017 movie, but that's a discussion for another day. And they, uh, um, they come and the third one, better looking than you. That's why. They come <laughs> Montgomery is is He's better looking, looking than all of us. People. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, and the third one is <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and my third comfort movie is uh, Enter the Spider-Verse because ah, it's banger. just, yeah, it's a film that if I'm like, if I've had a shit day and I want something with a little bit of humor, but it's also stylistic and relates to mm. something that I like to because I love a lot of superhero movies. Yeah, so Superbad, Power Rangers, Spider-Verse, those are my top three comfort movies. Bill, how about uh, I you? Watched, I watched Spider-Verse, I think, seven times in the cinema. Yeah, which is the most I've ever seen a movie in the cinema. But I watched it seven times. I had to miss out on watching it in the cinema because I was... What? No, because I I had a lot of rehearsals on at that time because I'm... Uh, Ah, okay. I'm an actor. So, um... I say nothing. All right, okay, my movies. All right, I haven't thought about it at all. I'm not going to lie. So I'm (laughs) I'm just going to wing this. So number one's got to be either Shrek 1 or Shrek 2. Maybe Shrek 2. I'll go Shrek 2. You yeah. watch Shrek and you piss yourself. The other day, uh, me, Danielle, and Holly, my roommate, um, shout outs, um, we watched all four Shrek films in one day. And it was the best day of my life. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, another film. I cannot think of any film. I'm definitely going to say um, Samurai Cop. Boys, calm, pipe down, pipe down. Samurai Cop, you watch it, you laugh. That's it. You put it on and you laugh. Um, I don't, I don't know what I'd choose. I, I don't really, there's not a lot of films that I put on for like to, to kind of pass the time or like comfort watch. I usually watch like new films. So I, I'm not going to, I'm, can't pick a third I'm not gonna lie Morgan what about you um, I'll come back come back to well me. I'd say in terms of a film like you said like a comfort film I feel like definitely a movie that I could just slap on anytime after work I don't have to be like really attentive and I could just enjoy it is probably Booksmart because that is one of my favorite films but I feel like that's a bit of a yeah. cop-out considering we're talking about super bad now big cop-out, big cop-out. so I feel like I've got three other movies which aren't specifically comfort films and they're not specifically comedies either but they're movies that I can sort of, if like, say you're flicking through the channels, you're kind of bored and you see it on, on like Sky Cinema or something and you just watch it and then you find out, you just watch the whole thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, actually there's four. I'll go through four. Number one, Jojo Rabbit. It's kind of new, but I yeah. fucking love that movie. So it gets heavy at times, but it's so funny that it's like, it's great. Um, yeah. Number two, bit of a weird pick, The Martian. From 2015 with Matt Damon. Not a way Not a way if you haven't watched movie. it, it slaps. He should have won the Oscar, not Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm just saying. Oh, but oh, straight up, fact, straight up. But yeah, yeah, that movie is the perfect blend of drama and humor for me. It's just a great movie. It's one of my favorites. Um, number three, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. What? Whenever that movie is on, no matter what time I start it, I will always fucking finish it. And I don't know why. It's my favorite Star Wars movie, which is a bit of a hot take. But I fucking love that movie. Hot take, Every time hot take. I've just caught it on at some time, I always find myself watching the whole thing. Because it slaps. It slaps. And number four, <laughs> which is not so much of a movie that I watch now, but a movie that I played literally every day when I was younger. It's the one and only 2004 SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> bonafide five star film. Bonafide five star film. It's great. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Nah, okay, Morgan, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. 
I've thought yeah. of my I'm tempted third to film, be like, I'm tempted to be like screw Spider-Verse and just stick Spider-Man. What is your third I film? Have, I have th- thought of my third film. It is Cat in the Hat. 100 percent without <laughs> Cat a doubt. In the hat. Sticky one. Cat in the Hat. Wait, Morgan, please tell me you've watched Cat in the Hat. Um, I've seen, I don't think I've seen all of it. I've seen bits of it. Ooh, uh, oh, I it know seems like I'm a few. Who's going to make us review it now? Oh no, uh, done it now. Other pod. Nah, that's right. Crossover, isn't it? It's fine. Um, <laughs> Louis, what about you, bro? I'm still laughing at twelve years. <laughs> Dad, that's funny. That was funny. Oh my god. Hey, Morgan fixed us, thanks. <laughs> I think we need to cancel the podcast. We peaked. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's not going to get better than that. off the rails. So, my favorite comfort movie, I don't know, you know. Um, okay, I'm just going to go with my favorite movie of all time, which is Big Hero yeah. 6. Big Hero 6, bang on. Yeah. Great. You have, have you watched it? I don't think you have. Me? Yeah. Oh, of course, bro. Oh, okay. Easily. I've... I watched it like... Oh, it's Morgan that hasn't watched it. I got it confused. It is me, yeah. So you haven't like, watched Big Hero 6? No, bro. What? I'm behind on a load of Disney movies. It's a good oh. movie. Um, Top tier. Top tier. Animation. Another comfort movie. I say School of the uh, Rock. School of the Rock. Damn. Very I, like, I, think it's, I think it's really underrated, like now. That's a, that yeah. talk, People don't talk about it enough. That's a movie I originally hated as a kid because it was the DD that my sister chose and not me. I was a little that. <laughs> um, <the movie. laughs> but I, I, I watch it a lot. I, if it's if I can find it, like you know, if any reason makes then I watch it. Um, yeah, because it's look look. Uh, because um, uh, <laughs> I've been watching movies, but I don't, I don't, I haven't been re-watching, especially recently during yeah, lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'll say the first, po- the first Pokemon movie, Mewtwo. Oh, hey, gang, gang. Yeah. That's a great movie. Good choice. Did you, did you watch? Did you watch the the remade one? Of course not. Yeah, don't. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say. Of course not. Uh, good. Yes. Yeah. Right. We just want to get yeah. around to um um just quickly shout outs uh comfort comfort TV shows uh Atlanta and Adventure Time. Then, all right, let's go. I feel like yeah, we should get I'll around just... to wrapping the episode. Up yeah, yeah, yeah. With our get ratings, some ratings, boys of Superbad. Right. Dylan, we'll start with you as you pick the movie. Yeah, um, I'll go short and sweet. I am going to give this a solid 3.5. Uh, big man, five. we do out of 10, 10 bro. We ain't going to say every week. Uh, it's always out of 10, seven, bro. Seven, seven, seven. Quick maths, there we go. Callum? There we go. I, I had to use my calculator. Uh, go for it, Callum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, make, I, make no, I make no case that I fucking love this movie so much, but yeah, it could be... It could be more, especially now that we do have Booksmart to somewhat compare it to. But still, that being said, I'm giving it a solid eight. Louis? Seven out of ten. Funny, Solid. Fair enough, fair enough. Like I said, I gave it a six out of ten. It's like, I'm kind of ambivalent towards it. It's better than a lot. It's it's better than average. 
but it's not amazing. Maybe I'll like it more if I watch it in a more appropriate setting. But Whip there the we boys. go. There we go. First thing we do, boom, 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 boom. But yeah, this was our episode on Superbad. I hope you enjoyed it. Louis, Superbad. What are we watching next week, Louis? That's a good question. That is a good question. That is a good question. We are going to be watching the 2011 film directed by, I believe his name is Josh Trank. who has directed, I'm not going to say it straight away, but he's directed a really shit movie that came out in 2016. But okay. he directed this in 2011, and it's called Chronicle. Chronicle? Chronicle. Ooh, I've actually seen this one. There we go. And, and Mate, it has Michael Chronicle. B. Jordan in it. Let's not give our opinions now. Eh? Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Typecast on Superbad. We will see you next week for Chronicle. See ya. Bye. Bye.